Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle and welcome to episode 15. I'm sorry, I feel like it's been a little while since I've been on here podcasting. Things have been a little bit, well, a little bit busy to say the least. (laughs) So it's been a hectic couple of weeks, but it feels really nice to be back on here and to just be talking with you guys again. So today I wanted to talk about something that I think is pretty common but doesn't get talked about, and I think it's very common amongst a lot of people, but when we're all on social media and scrolling through Instagram feeds and Facebook and Twitter and even YouTube videos, I feel like we're only getting the highlight reel, and a lot of people don't really open up about kind of the negative things that happen in their lives or the hard times, the tough times, maybe if they are having certain moods or mood swings, or they're feeling anxious. And that last one I just mentioned is what is going to be the topic for this podcast today, and that is dealing with anxiety, how to overcome anxiety, and I actually do have anxiety. So it's a topic I wanted to talk about and open up a little bit for discussion because, I, again, I feel like not many people talk about anxiety very openly or that if you struggle with anxiety or you have panic attacks or just kind of any sort of like social anxiety disorder, I just feel like it doesn't really get talked about very much yet. I've talked to quite a few of my friends about it and just other people in general and it seems to be something that a lot of people actually really struggle with. So today I wanted to share my story with anxiety, with panic attacks and how I've sort of overcome that. And I know it may kind of come as a little bit of a shock, me saying that I have anxiety, that I've struggled with panic attacks and just anxiety in general, because I know in my YouTube videos and on my podcasts, I probably sound a little bit more collected and put together. But again, I want everyone to understand that everything you see on social media is edited in some way, shape, or form. All of my YouTube videos are edited. This podcast is edited. For the most part, this podcast is pretty raw. Sometimes I mess up every here and there and I'll take out I'll take out the mistakes because I want to make sure it's cohesive and my podcast flows. But between the posts on Twitter and the pictures on Instagram and the status updates on Facebook, you better believe that these are all thought out ahead of time, especially for those people that we like to call influencers on social media because they are influencing other people. So they're going to craft their message, craft their brand, craft their photos very carefully and make sure that what they're putting out there is aligned with their brand. Now, this is a great business tactic, but it's not always truthful. And so what I've tried to do with my YouTube videos, with this podcast, and also with social media, Instagram, Twitter, all of that, I always try to be really vulnerable, raw, open, and honest with you guys because While this journey I've been on has been so amazing and so fun and I would not trade it for anything, 
I also try to show kind of the hardships or some of the negative times or just when things aren't really going my way or when I'm in a funk. I talk about that a lot on Snapchat and also in my Insta stories. And I think something a lot of people, especially influencers on social media or authors or YouTube personalities or even celebrities, I feel like a lot of people deal with anxiety or deal with depression or deal with all these feelings and emotions that I feel like no one talks about because they've almost become sort of taboo and I don't really understand why because I think it's important to open up the discussion and to talk about these things, you know, even though they may not be the most fun or flowery or rainbow type topics to talk about in conversation, I do feel like it's important to open up the discussion and to talk about it because it's something that affects a lot of people. For me, I have dealt with anxiety for a pretty good portion of my life. And I guess when I was younger, I didn't fully recognize what anxiety was or that I really even had anxiety. But I would say the first time I truly recognized my anxiety was when I was graduating from high school and going off to college. So when I started off as a freshman in college, I actually had some very strange things happen to me. So I was living in a dorm on campus. It was the first time, obviously, that I was away from home for an extended period of time. It was also the first time I would be living with someone in such close quarters. But I noticed in college when I would be going to my classes, I would end up feeling very overwhelmed. I was in the Honors College at Arizona State University. It's called the Barrett Honors College, for those of you who haven't heard of it, but they have a pretty strict curriculum, pretty strict courses, and the teachers can be pretty hard on you. So it was my first year off to college, and I was very overwhelmed with my whole new living situation. Everything to me was just brand new. I had never experienced it before. My exercise routine was also all out of whack. I was eating the food from the cafeteria, which I have to say is probably not the healthiest option. (laughs) But you know, when you're living in a dorm, you basically have a microwave and a refrigerator. You don't have an oven or a stovetop. So I was basically in this entirely new setting. I felt very, very overwhelmed and my body started to react to my feeling so overwhelmed and to kind of these anxious feelings that I was having. And the anxiety, I didn't really know why it was there, but I actually ended up getting a rash and it was on my left arm underneath my bicep area, almost like going to where my armpit is. And it was a really ugly rash. Like I thought maybe it was hives. I ended up having to go to the dermatologist. They kept giving me different steroid creams and just different stuff to try to get rid of it. And it lasted for like four months and I kept going back and eventually they actually had to take a biopsy where they actually had to scoop and like cut some of the skin where this rash area was infected and they had to cut a piece of the skin to actually test it and see what it was. And it just came back as contact dermatitis. And so when I asked the doctor what that meant, she was like, oh, you know, it could mean a number of things. It could mean that suddenly you have an allergy to the deodorant that you're using, which I'd used the same deodorant for probably 12 years. So that seemed somewhat unlikely, but hey, it's possible. They say your allergies change every four years. She said it could have been the laundry detergent I was now using. She said it could have really been anything. Like my skin just could have come into contact with something that it didn't like. But I thought it was so strange that my body was sort of reacting to all of this stress and anxiety and all of this stuff that was going on. So eventually the doctor did give me a steroid cream. And so I used that 
And it would go away for a little bit, but then it would always come back. So I knew there was the root of the problem that I wasn't exactly getting to. Also around this time, I was having some very, very strange dreams slash nightmares. I remember going to sleep in my dorm room. I'd be laying in bed and I would go to sleep or if I was taking a nap in the middle of the day and I would have something called sleep paralysis attacks. And I didn't know what these were until I kind of looked them up and realized, oh, this is what I was having. But it's this state of being being asleep or almost paralyzed, but your mind is awake and you're conscious of what's going on around you, but you, you can't move because you're almost kind of paralyzed in a sleeping state. So needless to say, I actually did not go to see a doctor about that because eventually those sleep paralysis attacks went away, but that was only when I started to really look into the root of the problem and try to discover why I was feeling the way I was feeling and try to figure out why I had these anxious feelings. And honestly, to this day, I still cannot pinpoint exactly why I had those feelings of anxiety or why I had these sleep paralysis attacks. But I can tell you that once I started to return myself in my routine to something that felt more normal or kind of get back to normalcy for me, like eating healthier foods, exercising more frequently, drinking more water, going to sleep at a regular time, not taking naps during the middle of the day, you know, really creating a schedule for myself and sticking to it. I noticed that my rash started to go away. I noticed that I was sleeping better and I wasn't having these strange attacks in the middle of the night. So it made me realize that routine sometimes is just as important as being spontaneous and doing fun and exciting things. I think sometimes when we are kind of put into a situation that is unexpected or brand new or overwhelming, your body reacts to that. And I feel like it will show you through different symptoms how how you're actually feeling inside. And you can try to ignore the symptoms and not do anything about them and keep going on, keep going on with your day, keep feeling anxious, keep feeling almost worried in a sense about nothing. But at some point you're going to have to sit down and face whatever it is that is kind of lying underneath the surface. Fast forward to now, and I can tell you that I am starting to have those feelings of anxiety once again. And it's really hard to explain what anxiety feels like unless you've experienced it before or unless you've you've had it or you deal with it constantly. And since I am going through quite a few different life changes right now, because I went through the same sort of these same sort of feelings and emotions, these anxious feelings, back when I was in college, and I now understand it was because I was kind of put into a brand new setting, brand new environment. I'm now looking at my current situation where I've had a lot of changes happen. And so I can now recognize that the feelings that I'm having are because things are changing. And it's funny because change is the only constant, yet I still get all worked up and anxious about what's going to happen in the future. And there's this quote, I think a lot of people have said similar quotes to it. I want to say originally Oprah Winfrey said it. I could be completely wrong. But the quote is, worrying is like praying for the things you don't want to happen. And I absolutely love this quote because it really puts things into perspective for me. So whenever I'm starting to feel worried or anxious, I can kind of recognize that I'm thinking too much into the future. I'm thinking too much about uncertainty. And I'm starting to create scenarios in my head and worry about things that haven't actually happened yet. And by creating those scenarios and thinking about all of these different things, 
in a sense, I'm almost praying for these things that I don't want to happen. So I've talked about it in previous podcasts, but this is why your mindset and positive thinking is so important. And it really does go to show the power of our minds. The power of our minds is absolutely incredible. But now that I'm able to recognize why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling, and that's because I'm in kind of this new or this changed situation, I know what it is I can do to kind of pull myself out of it or to pull myself away from the future and just be more focused on the present and to truly be present in the moment. So my biggest piece of advice, if you are someone that deals with anxiety and it's just one simple thing is to just write down all of the things that you can do in a day that make you feel good. So for me, there are certain things I can do every single day to just add more joy to my day to allow me to be more present in the moment where those feelings of anxiety and worry are just much more suppressed, if not completely eradicated. So I know that I like to start my mornings off before I go to work with some sort of exercise. And I really love to be in nature, which is why I always try to go for a run, take the dogs for a walk, do something outside before I hop in the shower to get ready for the day because I know it makes me feel good. I also try to meditate before I go to work, and this can be really challenging because sitting down for 10 minutes and trying to clear your mind when you know you have somewhere to be, again, it's very, very challenging. But I found that when I do this, my mind is free and clear and I'm able to just be more focused on the day and focused on what I'm doing in the present moment instead of thinking ahead to all of the stuff that I need to get done. And then at work, I do as much as I can to be surrounded by things and by people that are positive and happy and, you know, not get sucked into the drama. And I feel like this can also happen when you're in classes. Maybe there's a group of people or a group of friends that are a little bit more dramatic or they like to gossip. So I just do my best to stay away from those types of situations and those people because I know that those drain me and they make me feel anxious and worried. I also know it's important for me to leave the office on my lunch breaks, and a lot of the time I like to write on my lunch breaks. So if I can go to Starbucks or Barnes & Noble and get some writing done, you know, do something that's for me, something that I love to do, that also helps with those feelings of anxiety and worry. Whenever I'm in the car, if there's traffic, I always try to make sure I'm listening to podcasts or music that's really fueling my soul or getting me ready for whatever the next thing on my to-do list is. Again, this helps me feel calm and inspired, and it helps me to stay present in the moment. And then when I get home, of course, I love to cook a healthy meal. I love to take bubble baths. I like to read. I like to journal, work on my author platform. So really, I found that if you can find a way to incorporate the things that you really enjoy doing or the things that allow you to be present in the moment, if you can incorporate as many of those things into your daily routine as possible, those feelings of anxiety and worry and almost restlessness or even sometimes boredom, I feel like all of these feelings kind of mesh together sometimes, they'll simply fade away because you're doing things that you truly enjoy throughout your day. And so there won't be a place for anxiety or worry or fear to creep in. So that is all that I have for you guys today for this podcast episode. I can tell you already, I feel so much lighter and just so much freer and better I was feeling somewhat anxious earlier today and a little bit restless, and I couldn't quite figure out why. And so I thought, you know, this is the perfect topic for a podcast because I'm sure I'm not the only one 
who feels like this at times, but I feel so much better after talking about it. So I really hope that you got something out of this podcast. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. There is still a freebie up on my website called Five Action Steps You Can Take Right Now to Start Showing Up for Your Dreams at thatsmarthustle.com. All you have to do is type thatsmarthustle.com into your web browser and there will be a pop-up box as soon as you get on the website. Type in your email, press submit, and you will be emailed that guide. Other than that, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen today and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye! Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.